0: first. <laughs> first
1: try, Jeff. first try everybody. I am mm-hmm.
0: Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex, say hello.
1: Yeah, yeah, hello.
2: Yeah, was is this?
1: Was, was.
0: Today we'll be talking about Run Lola Run.
2: <laughs> bitter, bitter Jeff. Bitter, bitter yeah, Jeff. Ja,
0: Bitter, Scheiße. Alright, today we're talking about Run Lola Run. came out in 1998.
1: A.K.A. Lola Rent. Or however there that's pronounced.
0: Yeah. Well, we should know since we've been speaking German. Ah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're masters of German.
0: <laughs> uh, directed by Tom Taikwar. Written by Tom Taikwar. Starring... Waititi. Franca, Franca Potente, Moritz, Blibtrau, Herbert <laughs> Knopp, Nina Petrie, Armin Roda, and Joachim Kroll. Yeah, Sorry. Star-studded cast. I'm sorry for all the Germans offended and my entire heritage and family. Uh, Scott, you picked this one. Uh, What should you talk
1: about? So this is one of those ones that people were kind of talking about. It was never widely released. Uh, I think the first time I saw this was the the local video store had a DVD section back when DVDs were brand new. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't even a wall. It was like a rack, (laughs) a single rack that had DVDs. But it was like dollar rentals, and this is one of the ones that i that I picked up, and uh, I remember writing this, showing it to Alex, um, mm-hmm. thinking it was super cool at the time. Uh, it definitely is uh well at least back in ninety eight was very novel, at least as far as I'm concerned, yeah uh, and yeah, it was just something something different at the time, and uh, yeah, thought it was pretty cool.
0: Now, let me ask you this did you had heard about it, or did you just pick it based on the cover because you thought it was Lilu? from
1: <laughs> uh, you know I wonder if I made that connection at the time now that you mentioned it yeah um, yeah I'm pretty sure somebody said something about it I found out somehow it's possible that I just grabbed it though because I was on okay. like I went, there was like one summer there where I just went on this DVD binge
0: alright mm-hmm. so Alex how did you discover this movie yeah or, like, uh, Scott God. apparently
2: yeah <laughs> He's like, "Oh, there's this really cool movie, Run Little Run. You gotta watch it." I'm like, "All right, cool." And I saw it and it blew my mind. It was really, it was awesome. It still is. Holds up.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, and I just
0: found out I watched it for the first time uh, today, this afternoon. And uh, what well, more to say bag. about it? But, yeah. Hit to no. Jeff. Hit to Jeff. <laughs> when I was, uh, I mean, judging by the title, not even seeing the cover, I had no idea what to expect from this movie thought it was. And you guys said subtitles. I'm thinking Lola like that's not German to me. I don't know what I was thinking like Spanish or something. <laughs> not that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, as usual, we each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, why don't you lead us off What's your number 7?
1: Okay. So, uh, my number 7 is is I wonder if if like Alex and I thought it was funny at the time. But watching it again, I thought this was goddamn hilarious. The 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 three times it happens in the movie. Uh, it's when the the mini car accident happens, uh, well, big at the end. But the <laughs> the German tough guys get out of the car. Yeah, like, it just, <laughs> it's so it's so dumb that I focus so hardly hard on this this time. But they look so fucking ridiculous. Uh, you know that whole Euro thing. Where they're not quite caught up with uh, you know at least what we think of as gangsters here in uh, in Western culture in uh, in the mm-hmm. US. And yeah, they look ridiculous they're wearing like they they all look like right said Fred yeah <laughs> they're yeah. all huge right said Fred like but they look yeah they're supposed to be intimidating but they just look ridiculous uh, they, they, they definitely have not aged well uh, so just <laughs> a dumb thing but it made me laugh like unintentionally I'm sure
0: <laughs> it is pretty hilarious
2: alright uh, Alex number seven my Number 7 is and I completely forgot about this but whenever uh Lola runs into certain people you you see their lives uh you get flash forward into their lives to see what happens to them in photographs and that was that that blew my mind again I was like oh shit I forgot about this it was awesome Yeah like they the guy on the bike first he he meets like the love of his life after he gets the shit beat out of him and it's so cool because it's it's so fast. It's like in five seconds you get a whole life story through these photographs. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, I have more to say about this later. It's a little higher up on my list. But like, so, since you guys have seen this like a few times, is it supposed to be like how their future based on the event that occurred right then?
1: No, I, I think I, so. I, I, well, I don't think so. I don't think there's like a... Butterfly effect thing going on? Yeah, exactly. It, it was just well, like for this timeline. Yeah, it was just like title. this is what happens in this time around. Like, yeah, um, it is interesting though that each of them is directly the result of her running by them. Like, I think that has more to do with it. Like the, yeah. like this is like she's casting off her, her whatever alternate uh, futures on them as well because mm-hmm. she has like more direct contact with them. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't think there's like really any kind of butterfly effect thing going on.
0: Okay, so it's like the, like the first lady, like she hits the first two times, and the third time she misses completely, and that's when she becomes like she gives her life to God or whatever. But yeah. the other one, she steals a baby or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, all right. Um, like I said, I have more to say about that later. My uh, number seven is it's at the very end of the movie when we've already seen a guy get cleaned out by a truck standing at an intersection. At the very end, they're both standing in the middle of the intersection in this so-called happy version. I just kept waiting for them to get plowed by a truck. It didn't happen. (laughs) The whole time, I'm sitting there uneasy. I'm like, I I always have that. Movies these days have trained me. Anytime someone's not looking at the road in a car when they're driving or...
2: Yeah, the camera's looking at them when they're sitting in the passenger seat. And the window's (laughs) like wide open exactly or people running blindly into streets now it's like it's oh, I'm always
0: on like Ugh, and this since it happened in this movie too already I was like it's gonna happen uh, thank god it didn't so I don't know that's my number seven it was an awkward place to have your happy moment <laughs> and maybe that's what they were going for I don't know but it's so it worked <laughs> on me uh, Scott number six
1: alright my number six is basically Alex's the, the flash forward thing um, like by the third time around you're like really looking forward to it like okay what's what's the yeah. thing that happens this time Um I think you they You know what an argument can be made that their
2: lives changed depending on the time that she did run into them, because she runs into them at slightly different points. That is true. Right, that is that's true. what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so another okay, think it about sense. it, yeah, it's yeah, so, I so, mean, so, you could you could argue either point really.
1: Yeah, so still not a butterfly effect thing, but that would that would make more sense as to why it changed though. Yeah. Hmm. Um yeah, it was just it was cool. Um I I like the idea that like things didn't necessarily become better or worse based on whether sh- her thing became better or worse. Because, um, yeah. like in the second one, uh, when Manny gets plowed, um, the the guy that steals the bike becomes like homeless, like a yeah a drug addict. addict. Yeah, yeah. So things definitely get worse for him than they did the first time around, as opposed to better for the for the lady pushing the stroller, or the I think the the one they did they only showed twice, right? She... Which
2: one? The one inside the bank with the bob haircut? Yeah, she has
1: car accident and then she becomes a Hicks. That's a Uh, hell of an ending. Yeah, I don't... don't, Was there a third one? I don't think there was. Well,
0: because she doesn't even go into the bank in the second. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mm. She doesn't have contact with her. Mm.
1: So her life isn't really altered. Yeah.
2: All right, Alex, number six. My number six is this was... This movie came out like when there wasn't a lot of like time bending movies. I mean, we've had Back to the Future and time travel stuff, but nothing really quite like this. So I liked that the director really made the story, the main plot of the movie, like very simple, like something very easy to follow. Because the way that he tells the story is very complicated, at least for the you know in '98 when it came out. So I, I love the setup. Manny fucked up on the bus. He needs $100,000 or else he's going to die. There's no other option except for getting the money. Then, then just Lola just runs pretty yeah. much for the entire movie.
1: Yeah, I like how there's, there is there is no like mechanic involved with that. Yeah. It was just more like, okay, well, she didn't want it to end that way, so here's how she does it the other way, and then finally here's how it actually happens. Mm. Well, at least the most up-to-date version of that. Yeah. But yeah, but they didn't. They, yeah, they didn't bother with like, oh, time travel this and that. Yeah. It wasn't necessary.
2: Yeah. A big creepy clock at the beginning, made a, carved out of wood.
1: Yeah, they, they had a, the. She has the fucked up clock in the apartment. Yeah, some, but it's not just, the same one. Which some, which some, some weird crop maker. Yeah. yeah. Did not spend a whole lot of time with. It was like post-it <laughs> notes, like as the numbers on the face mm-hmm. of the clock. Yeah. All right, my number six
0: is just a small little thing, but me being the Star Wars geek, I love that in order to open up the locks, you just blast the keypad. That's basically a Star Wars
2: (laughs) movie. Yeah. I think I just blasted him.
0: Yeah. You can either unlock it or lock it. Whatever you need to do,
2: shooting a blaster will do whatever you want to do to the door. Jeez, I mean, and the combination is like one more button than Commando had to push on his. It was like 08. Four, five? So, uh, he did, like, a little T, or an L, like an inverted upside-down L. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, hey, have
0: boop. you... Did we ever talk about... Uh, I don't know why that's just popped in my head. When we did the Arkham Knight episode, and I forget which game it is, where you have to... Find your way into this this room, and you know you can't get in because uh, it's booby trapped, or whatever. But you have to punch in the number correctly, and then you have to go to old security cam footage and look at someone else punching in the number. But there's no direct version of it. But then there's a you load there's like a reflection that you have to expose a mirror, and you can because he he hides it, and you can see the mirror. So you have to punch it in, but then you have to know that it's in reverse because you're it through a mirror. You remember that? Did you guys ever get that?
2: I never no? played that. No, that I don't cool. think it was Asylum okay but that is (laughs) that does sound cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: um we're on oh that was my number six so on Scott's number
1: five okay so my number five uh so I I really like the uh the the phone drop edit that they used uh to break up the sequences yep where they had like the bag falling up in the air the first time then a different bag um and they, they go out of their way. The first part show her throwing up the uh, the telephone to land on the receiver. Um, yeah, just it, it was a cool way to to edit that. Just kind of a hard break, um, and it you know it looked cool, and it was a very effective tool in resetting each of the sequences.
2: Yep. I agree. That was her, her last save point. Yeah, <laughs> the phone basically dropped. Yeah. All right, Alex, number five. My number five is that ambulance driver's just having a bad day. <laughs> if that, I mean, I'm assuming that was an ambulance driver right in the big orange truck. Yeah, yeah. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming so, too. Uh, the first time around, he, he just barely misses the guys carrying the glass. I'm like, oh, it better happen because I, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in forever, so I don't know if it happened in the other versions. i like, oh, you better plaster that thing. But I <laughs> The guys carrying the glass Weren't even phased And he like I think he tapped One of the guys When he stopped The first time But they were just like eh, They didn't even like Back up or like Get scared or anything Like Jeebus H They're committed To crossing this damn street
0: <laughs> Every day Whenever there was a chase Going on <laughs>
2: Yep <laughs> but Then of course In the second one He gets a bit more Distracted by a he just plows right through it and they're even all the glass people still have the, their hands up like where the glass should be going, oh, I don't know and then he runs over Manny yep he's just not having a good day <laughs> no I uh I don't think I remember I had a
0: glass uh, kitchen table and I was moving it the other day and Dustin was, <laughs> and I cared it. <laughs> I know a car's going to come driving through this thing any moment now. <laughs> I just wait for it. so funny. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, my number five and I don't get her scream. What's up with her
2: scream?
1: I don't know. I just thought it was a cool weird thing to have in the movie.
2: Yeah, they kind of set it up that it's supernatural in some way since it keeps like breaking stuff but yeah it's not really explained
1: Yeah. yeah I yeah probably better not to think about it too much yeah
0: (laughs) because yeah it starts off with it pretty early on it's like what the fuck is this like yeah I don't know I just I never know I don't know where I landed with it but it was something that I thought we should talk about but since you guys have any more to add to to it then I won't think Mm. about it anymore yeah that was cool
1: (laughs) yeah I I liked it
0: (laughs) Scott, number four.
1: Okay, so my number four uh, is the—I completely forgot about this. Was the the gag when she comes out of the bank after robbing it, and <laughs> she thinks she's dead to rights, and the way they film it, like you as the audience think the same thing. Like they've got they have the guy with the giant rifle and the scope on it, and then they tell her to move, and like the guy comes by and tackles yeah. her and like takes yeah. her safely away. You're yeah. like <laughs> gonna get killed. Yeah, the the cops are definitely incompetent in uh, what, Berlin. I, I wasn't sure where the hell they were supposed to be, but uh, uh, nowhere near Berlin. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't get it. Euro trip. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he
2: sexually assaulted a horse in Berlin.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the way they drag her away. I thought that was very clever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, continues on with her being able to run along. Yeah. Hey, you want to get killed? Because, like at that point you expect her to get shot again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they completely turn that outside. its Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was thinking, uh, what's that? Is it Time Machine? Where he keeps trying, he changes... Is that what I'm thinking about? Right? he bits a time machine to save his wife from dying, but no matter what he does, she still dies pretty much the same way, just differently.
1: Like Groundhog's Day when he's trying to save the bum. Yeah. Is it um, a butterfly effect?
0: No, it's a it's no? time machine. It's like based off of a famous
2: story, right? Like, like uh, a time machine? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a completely different movie where Guy Pierce just goes eons into the future. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. I think
0: that's what I am thinking of, then. but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm remembering it with a different movie. Anyway, Alex, number four.
2: Speaking of the bank, the bank robbery scene in the second uh, timeline is amazing. I forgot how fucking cool it was, just like the whole thing. <sighs> she goes in there. They're argu- his dad, Her dad is arguing with his mistress, one of the... Uh, other board members or whatever, one what of the managers. And she's... She, she basically just gets yelled out of the room and stuff. And <laughs> I love her dad is such a slob because... Jeez, what's her problem? I'm only in here having an argument with my mistress about her being pregnant and possibly the kid not even being mine. <laughs> so she goes out. She slyly, like, takes the gun from uh, the security guard. Goes back. And this is... Uh, another hint that the movie gives you about uh, like the timelines about because w- Lola retains some memory, some information from the first timeline.
1: Uh, I don't think she does.
2: I think she does the safety, right? Yeah, because the th- guy's like, you don't even know how to use that, and then that's when she all of a sudden just looks at the at the gun and kind of just flips it open. I'm not saying she consciously consciously knew, but like somehow she like instinctively that was. Well, in her so, so for the safety, now. he
1: tells her she doesn't know how to use it. And then she's like, okay, like for a second, she's like, what am I doing wrong? And then she flips the safety.
2: But how would she know? I'm with Alex on this one, I think. Yeah, because in the first one, she was just holding the gun, and Manny tells her, oh, you got to flip the safety. Okay. It's like, he oh, tells what, her, what is it? Yeah, it's the, the little thing over here. you got to flip yeah. it. Yeah. Because why would they bring specific. it up, the
0: exact same thing, Scott? I think I'm
2: with Alex. Yeah, It's very specific, and it really... Uh, this time it really stuck in my in my head. It's like, oh, it must be like an instinctual like information that she passed on from one timeline to another. Not that she was like, oh, of course, this time I'm gonna do this. It wasn't like a Groundhog's Day situation, but she had like some sort of gut feeling that that's what she had to do. And of course, she takes her dad out, and then you see uh, <laughs> the lady become a dominatrix. <laughs> awesome. Like it's all romantic in the first couple of pictures, and then it gets weird. <laughs> gets
0: mad German.
1: But hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. truly. We we're, we're, were one, uh, <laughs> one Polaroid away from seeing some German shiziporn. <laughs> oh shit! Literally.
2: <laughs> I love how he takes the takes her dad uh, into the little room, and the guy that eventually falls in love with the Bob haircut back there. He's like very orderly, counting all the money. He's like, oh, I only have eighty-eight thousand. I gotta go get it from the basement. Okay, and he's, like, he's not even running. He's just you know walking yeah. as efficiently as possible. And then even as he's putting the money into the trash can, once he has all of it, it goes to one stack in, one stack in, one stack in. <laughs> it's like, oh, that just stuck out in my mind. And that, and then the way it ended, like Scott said, when. Uh, we, we thought it was going to be another shootout. It turns out, it's like, D- girl, get the hell out of here. That's just overall, I think that might be my favorite overall sequence in the movie.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Alright, uh, my number four is when uh, yeah, Manny gets hit by the ambulance. That was pretty gnarly. Um, oh, I know, right? Yeah, now does it hit him, it drives over him. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's not like hit him and he flies back. It hits wow. him, and then he goes under. <laughs> Poor ambulance driver. Uh-huh.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> it's
0: not my day. Um, that really, like I said, I, I always get tense when those things happen. When it does happen, even though I'm expecting it, it still gets me. So, uh, yeah, Manny getting hit by the ambulance. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Manny in this movie, by the way. But uh, no, he's, he's, Nobody he's, is. He's, he's, he's a dipshit. Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my number four. <laughs> Scott! Or three.
1: Okay, so my number three uh, is Franco Patente. Um, this is the first thing I saw her in uh, the huge German crush on her for a long time but uh, <laughs> yeah she's she's yeah she's she's how's, really good this. How's, how's that different from a regular crush it's like a crush but for German women oh okay I don't know uh, <laughs> I'm just saying she's German alright uh, you know went, went from this to uh, <laughs> she was in a weird romantic comedy with Elijah Wood uh but uh in between this and uh the Born Identity and whatever the second one was. Um uh, I've seen her pop up in other things, but um always been a big fan of hers and this is the first thing I saw her in and uh, I think she's really good in this. Um uh, mm-hmm. considering like she has to moat basically while running through half the movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, I think she's she's good in this the the red hairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not necessarily iconic, but uh, it kind of sets the character apart from anything else that's going on in the movie. And yeah, you could throw anybody with red hair in that, but um, I don't know. I think it just, she really makes the character work. Agreed. Uh, Frankie Uh
0: Definitely agree. Sorry, I was mute. Uh, definitely agree, and she was the best part. I thought of this movie, and she did a really good job. Uh, the, yeah, the hair is iconic, but I think. Like I said, uh, this 98, is this the same year as um, Fifth Fifth Element?
1: I
2: don't
0: know. Similar, around the same time, if it's not. And uh, Yeah, I I thought she was really good, and the hair stood out, definitely. But with or without the hair, she did a pretty good job. Um, Alex, number three.
2: My number three is the overall cinematography for this movie. It was awesome. They had some really cool shots, uh, like the top-down shot that they had every once in a while, where she was really small perspective and in like a grid mark uh, sidewalk pattern that she was running across, and the the zooms, uh, it was all amazing. I especially liked whenever there was a scene that didn't directly involve, like when we we cut to like different characters or something. It looked like they were using like a like a TV or a camcorder camera to film that stuff. Like when you see uh, Manny kind of remembering and the bum uh, remembering the bag, or yep. when her dad is uh, arguing with the mistress. Yeah, that the, and,
1: that's the, those the the father and the mistress definitely mm-hmm. have are, are filmed like with the handheld. It's interesting yeah. interesting choice.
2: I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, I, you know, these don't directly affect Lola yet. It's just purely for the audience's benefit. So, yeah. I just love this, the way this movie was filmed. Yeah, it was pretty good. A question other than the bag.
0: So one thing I should, I should come up bro We saw this. I think we all watched it with subtitles, which is the way we prefer to do it. But in a fast-paced movie like this with, like, cuts and everything, that, and you're reading at the same time. I did miss some stuff, I know, because I re be a few times, and I'm sure I still miss stuff. When he left the bag behind, he said it was like instinct, right? When he sees cops or whatever, because the bum fell down or whatever. But why did they take him?
2: Uh, I think just because he looks suspicious. Is
0: that
2: um, the only I think, reason?
1: I, yeah, I that was, so. was kind of weird that like, some cross between that and not wanting him to get back onto the train like yeah yeah, it was weird maybe he just like because he was the way he was running back toward the train was suspicious Okay,
0: alright that's what I got out of it but I thought that didn't make sense like I get it like okay I'm used to seeing the fuzz gotta get out of here and then realizing oh shit I forgot my bag but then they went after him. I was like oh maybe he did something but no it was just
2: okay he looks shady alright
0: like Ray said Fred uh we're on to my number three and mine is the the flashes of the people when running, and like so when I first watched it, I was like, Okay, I know this is gonna be explained later. I don't really get it, and then what I got out of it was I almost did get like a butterfly effect, like the the first time she I forgot what happens on the staircase, but not much, second time she gets tripped, so she's limping so she's not as fast, so she's getting everywhere later. And that's why people her interactions with people are a little bit different. And then on the first one, she's kind of much ahead of everybody. That's why she doesn't hit the lady. And um, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. And like mm-hmm. you said, it's just with quick flashes. So you don't really know what you're seeing. Um, that that's my number three because I think we've talked about each of us have talked about that. So uh, Scott, number two.
1: Okay, so my number two um, is the casino sequence uh, that really showcases the scream uh, that Jeff had mentioned earlier. Uh, but, but mostly because of just everybody standing there staring on the way out. I thought that was really cool. And yeah. the way the the camera um, gets moved in and then it uh, moves in and up um, past people. And there's some weird people <laughs> in that casino, by the way. Uh, I also like that the casino's just called Casino. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, but just her screaming, and then everybody's shocked at the scream and the fact that she went all this money. Uh, and I, I like that this random lady like actually helps her out and like spots her the the ten bucks or whatever it is, the the ten Deutsche Marks at that time because they weren't on the euro yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I have no idea how much a hundred thousand Deutsche Marks actually is. Uh, <laughs> I've not done that conversion. Uh, but I mean, even ten bucks for two random strangers is kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh huh. So, but yeah, I, I loved how everybody was just dead silent, watching her leave. Uh, just a, a really cool sequence.
0: So, I had two questions on that. Are casinos a legal thing in Germany? I mean, I mean you guys probably don't know, but I,
1: I do not know. I thought about that though, Jeff.
0: <laughs> and then. The biggest I guess since it's German casinos, I have no idea if it's true, but uh there's a giant clock above the casino floor. That is a no no in Vegas. That is so true. I call I call yeah. shenanigans. Yeah,
1: you're
0: right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should what well, should have been funny, like they panned up, but it's like, nope, <laughs> you're in a casino. <laughs> no clocks. <laughs> um So yeah, that was interesting. And then one other thing I I as this scene started when she do you guys know about the filming style? Was this like a lot of guerrilla shooting? Her just running through the city and probably don't want to get hmm. permits everywhere. And...
1: I I would have to think that a lot. No, no. I think it had to be. Yeah. It had to be staged. Because
0: yeah. the reason I said it, there's one scene when she's running up the stairs to the casino. There's like a security guard or bellhop. It's like a distant shot. And he's just kind of watching. All of a sudden when she's running up, you see him like run to kind of block her. And then I, was, I thought that was going to be an ordeal. And then the next shot, no, she's just in the casino. So it's almost like he oh, was... Oh, no, no.
1: He's he's going to open the door for her.
0: But she opens it by herself. Because that's what I... That's why I, At least what I, I got can, out of this. Well, hmm.
1: I didn't think about that. Because I thought he was going to open the door for her. Yeah, that's... Maybe
0: it, it was the outer door he opened for her. And the door, and then the yeah. inner shot, yeah. it's the inner door. Maybe that's what it is, but... Um... Anyway, right, I thought maybe you guys knew. Just I figured like, right, it looks like a low-budget film running all over the city that maybe it was guerrilla-style shooting. I don't know. All right, uh, Alex, number
2: two. My number two is the soundtrack. Not only, like, the... Um, so German. <laughs> yeah, the, super te- German. <laughs> the techno dance music going throughout everything, but he, uh, the director, what's-his-face vegetable lasagna knows exactly when to put in silent moments like when they cut away to other characters or when they sh- switch out the music to something a bit more classical like uh, when they have well they don't exactly have a shootout at the end of the first one but uh, oh, what what song it was it was English lyrics over uh, the, uh, the credits no what no. The- right, after, right after they robbed the uh, grocery store
1: What a difference. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's right. It was (laughs) at CNR. um, Yeah, basically. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So yeah, for a fast-paced movie, it was still paced very well. Along with the soundtrack and everything to the beat of the music. It was awesome. Yeah. My
0: number two is also the music, which I'm not a big fan of this music, but it definitely fits with the movie. And... I noticed in the between the sec that the difference in music between the second and third time of her running down the staircase, you know, and starting the journey. Is the first one different too, or is it the same as the second one? You know what I'm talking about? It's some think, kind of upbeat yeah, technique yeah, or whatever. I think but... the
1: first and the second are the same.
0: Okay. Because it's definitely different the third time, but yeah, I wasn't actually, sure. Actually I have a
1: little it. more to say about that. <laughs> okay. but yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know what, Jeff? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, but for sure the second and the third one are different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the music definitely goes with with the movie, and uh, like I said, (laughs) very German, or my ideals of German, between this and um, Pa music, uh, that's all I really know about, (laughs) and David Hasselhoff, I guess, (laughs) is what I know about German music, and this fits one of those three things. Uh, But it definitely fit with the movie, and I really enjoyed that. Alright, we're on the number one, Scott.
1: Okay, my number one is uh, the beginning of the final run. Uh... The the music the the tempo um is more upbeat. Um it's on a what's the musical term? Uh I, I I don't know, yeah, it's it's being played in a in a different way that um is a little less uh I I, I again uh the German techno, it's hard it's hard for me to qualify this. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it's definitely more a beat. Um and it's you know it's followed by the the animated sequence of her going down the stairs again, which, at the the first time I saw it, the around the the animated sequence I thought were awesome, they have not aged well, uh, the animation. No, they're
2: very loose.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I love the concept, uh, but yeah, the actual animation itself is is a little rough now, but yeah, the this time down, you know, she barks at the dog basically, um, hops the railing, uh, and. You know, as the audience, you're like, okay, she's going to get it right this time. Um, which doesn't necessarily take it for granted because this movie's only an hour and 15 minutes long. Yeah. and So this was like hour 45, they could have crammed in a fourth one. Um, although that, yeah. that seems like unnecessary at that point, um, unless there was more set up to the 20 minutes mm. uh, that she was supposed to have. Um, yeah, I just love the beginning of that. Like, It's, it's almost the, the same sequence shot for shot the music changes a little bit, um, and just the little things that change. Um, how the car accident doesn't happen, how she avoids the nuns this time around. Uh, I, I do like how the the guy, like, huffily, like, rides the bicycle in front of her before he takes off. He's kind of mad. The way he just kind of shimmies on the bike uh, before he sells it to the, to the <laughs> homeless guy. Uh, but, yeah, just all the little differences and the, the upbeat. Uh, way that it was happening. It's like okay, she's finally getting her shit together. Um, it, was, it was all like little things that, that put it together, but it, but it was. Uh, I don't know. It was rewarding. It felt rewarding. Yeah.
0: Speaking of the nuns, did you guys ever play Assassin's Creed?
1: Not a ton. No.
2: Yeah.
0: So when you see like a group of nuns like that, is your goal to like just blend in with them and walk
2: <laughs> like the priests? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't it worked
0: I, in her case, she was trying to go somewhere fast, but I whenever I saw that, I'd be like, Oh man, she should just disguise herself and walk slowly.
2: Yeah. Nice. All right, Alex, number one. Number one is Franco Potente. She's fantastic. And she's running in like fucking Doc Martins the whole time. Jeebus <laughs> H Oh man, that couldn't have been easy.
1: He's running in those DOS boots.
2: Yeah. Hey-o. Well, I don't even think they were boots. They were just sh- like shoes, but like really heavy duty. Yeah, like I, I workman's shoes.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah, I don't know what else to call. It. I mean, because yeah, I yeah. know Doc Martens sell like low cut shoes. But anyways, uh, she does a great job. Uh, like Scott said, emoting while she was running, you could, you know, you could see what's happening. Uh, with her character just by looking at her face Um, the desperation that she has every time she goes to see her dad like with everything and uh, calling out for Manny like it's just fantastic go watch this movie people (laughs) yep
0: I agree and my number one is how this movie lives up to its title Uh, (laughs) lots of running of Lola I liked it. Just Lula. Lula. constant running throughout the movie. I would say. I wonder if you did the time break. Like she's probably like full on running in what thirty percent of the movie. Like just scenes of her just running. <laughs> like yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I really took. I really took it. there's reminded me of an old movie. I, I was, remember a movie called Run. It was crappy, but it was a movie called Run, and I liked it because the guy was just running everywhere. Also lived up to the title. Anyway, I love the up. Uh, I love that movie was short. I love the movie that was up tempo and it was quick. And she ran everywhere. And as you guys said, she did a really good job. Um, the other actors, not so much. Um,
1: I recognize those guys from some things. I haven't looked it up yet. I know the one guy was in Casino Royale. Uh, the The guy she keeps ju- whose car she keeps narrowly missing. Uh. Um, he was like the guy that holds the money in escrow for them at the card game.
0: He just like generic German dude. Yeah, man. generic German dude. That's a good <laughs> way to
1: and then her dad looks very familiar as well.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of her dad, I will mention that dad's a dick.
1: Yeah, that guy's a real dick. Yeah, I of know.
0: Shit. I'm dad... going to start a new family. Fuck you guys. So, yeah. so I was watching
1: it again at the the very end. Um, <sighs> I, I was hoping that, like, she would break it off with Manny right then and there.
0: <laughs> <We> just <laughs> keep the money to herself? and both. Yeah, just that walk it.
1: away, because fuck that guy. He's clearly bringing her down. Of the two of them, she's clearly way more capable than, than he is.
0: Yeah. That's why so I, so I forgot. You know, the very beginning, that it sets up why he's he needs the money. I Dude, I so I'm reading the subtitles... I have never seen the word moped written out before she, it's, it's something about being moped what the fuck is moped what she I don't understand. This is she sad lost the translation thing moped and I was like what the fuck then they kind of showed it being stolen and I was like oh, oh moped oh the guy <laughs> the yeah. guy exactly oh moped
2: uh, I just thought that was funny reading it I was like what the fuck it's also, yeah, that's also great that they set up... You'd never question why Lola has to run everywhere. Well, her fucking moped got stolen. Yeah, her moped. Yeah, her she moped
0: got, got moped. Taken, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I had one other, I will mention, oh, which I already said, actually, was the cl- clock in the casino. So, anything else from you guys?
2: Yeah, that security guard at the very beginning... With the hazy uh, filter over the the screen and whatnot, uh-huh. before the movie actually starts, is a liar. It says the game is uh, the ro- the ball is round, the uh, the game is ninety minutes long, and the rest is just theory. Soccer games are longer than ninety minutes. What?
0: Hi, I'm Alex, and I like sports. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> Say that again. The security guard at the beginning. Why did you? He because the clock always, pretty much always, goes over the ninety-minute mark. Well, it's not exact. And he said, "Those are the facts. It's, it's Everything like saying, else is just theory."
1: It's like saying that, like, I'm trying to use a sports analogy here for you, Alex, and so I can't think of <laughs> one that. Uh, That's right. You it's like it's like a baseball stop. game. Saying like a baseball game is nine innings. That's true, but sometimes it goes past. If I told you that baseball games are nine innings, but we went to a game and it went to ten or more, that would make me a liar. Yeah. yeah. They it would does. not make me a liar. It would. It would make you a liar. <laughs> it's like when
0: you're doing a timed thing in a video game and you get that time increase. You know, it's always it's a mistake, yeah, but you keep you getting the time extras. You got the plus ups. You, you get go. the plus 30 seconds.
1: Alex understands yeah. that. <laughs> mooped. Mooped. That's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I got mooped. Mooped. <laughs> you got gimed.
2: All right. Uh, the ball t- is round, though. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. But not when you kick it, and it deforms a little bit, see?
2: Oh, he lied all around.
0: By the way, he was a pretty terrible security guard. I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there.
1: Yeah, he was kind of a schmuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, let's rate it, as usually we rate, on a scale of 1 to 7. 1 being absolute garbage, 7 being perfection. Scott, okay. where do you land on this movie?
1: Um, ah, it's, This is tough for me. Because at the time, it was, again, it was very Novel. Um, DVDs were new. It was awesome that I was able to go out there and kind of <laughs> find this for myself. Um, some of the things that it haven't aged well, like the animation. Um, it is an hour and fifteen minutes, which is again part of the the, the novelty of it. That, it can't be a
0: one just for that alone.
1: Hmm? Yeah, I'm saying script,
0: like the yeah. lowest lowest possible score this movie could get is a two because at least it's short.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, right, I'm just saying,
0: like if you didn't, if you hated it, you still yeah, could no, no, no.
1: It. I still, I still think this movie's great. It's just certain things that, like, I didn't hold against it the first time around. Watching it again, I was like, oh, um, you know. Uh, so all that said, uh, I still think this is a really cool movie. I really enjoy Franco Patente's performance in this. Um, so I'm going to give it a. Yeah. shit uh, You know, mean <laughs> Give it a Shiza, yes. I'm, I'm gonna give it a six. Like, just, just me remembering uh, how much I enjoyed this, and then, you know, just having it on the background again, which is one of our criteria for, for all this stuff. Very, um, very easy to like turn around and be interested in whatever's going on. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: If you just want some sweet beats to work to, do that
1: too.
2: Mm-hmm. Shiza. <laughs> mm-hmm. <I do> <laughs> 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 All right, Alex, what's your rating? Uh, I'm also going to give it a 6. Uh, yeah, some of the stuff didn't age well, but it's still a very solid movie. It's uh entertaining as fuck. It's uh, fast-paced. There's always something interesting going on on screen. Uh, it's well-paced. There's everything we've talked about. It's it's amazing. 7. Six. I mean, six. <laughs> it's not a seven. I was gonna say it's not a seven because some of the stuff did, you know, age, and it's not like a tearjerker. I didn't go through a range yeah. of emotions in this movie, but it, it
1: made me feel good. Yeah, Manny, Manny was too much of a dipshit. Like, yeah, that too. Guess, like it was for getting really. I, I was getting like upset. <laughs> what a fuck yeah. up he was. Oh, here's around. a gun. <laughs> Thanks for the money. Oh here's yeah, a loaded weapon. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Jeez.
0: <laughs> here's a loaded gun, you bum. Or Why didn't he pull the gun out on like 12 blocks earlier?
1: He's because he's a dipshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. You're a moron. <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> Bitter money. Bitter. The Dumkopf. All right. My uh, score Just is 5th. Five. Eins, five. The yeah, fifth? Yeah, 5th. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, yeah, I'll give it a five. Uh, I liked it. It's the first time I've seen it. Uh, I don't. Obviously, it's not perfection. Uh, it's in the positives for me. I liked it. I would watch it again. I don't think I'd watch it more than maybe one other time, but yeah, I liked it. So, easy five for me.
2: Scotty mm-hmm. 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 doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now we're on to
0: mm-hmm. our crossover list,
1: which is what, Scott? Uh, so, top five animation that pops up during live action. So, so not like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where there's a mix of the two. Yeah. But where it's completely... They have whole sequences that are completely animated. Uh, so to start this off, um, I'm going to start with a uh, a movie that I really liked. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know how well it holds up. But it's a weird little movie called Stay Tuned uh, with John Ritter and Pam Dauber, Um mm. About this couple that gets this weird cable TV package, but turns out it's run by hell. They get sucked in the TV they basically get thrown from channel to channel. There's some, there's some funny. At least at the time, I thought they were pretty funny jokes about the, them. Sp- the whole movie is basically spoofing different TV shows. Uh, but at one point, they get turned into animated rodents. Um, and in the spirit of like a Tom and Jerry, Are they like uh, Capital Critters. Hmm? Capital Critters? No. Uh, really? I don't remember <laughs> Capital Critters. Uh, but yeah, they get turned into like Tom and Jerry style. Um... um mice and they go through like that whole thing where they got to get run through burby, booby traps and um, the animation's are actually really well done it, like really works well as a as a one-off cartoon of that style uh, so yeah that's my number five from stay tuned
0: sounds I saw that movie in the movie
2: theater and I do not remember anything about it <laughs> <laughs> All Right, Alex uh, my number five is from the last of the Harold and Kumar movies, Harold and Kumar Save Christmas. Okay. And there's a part where their drinks get spiked, and they're really, really fucking high. Like, higher than normal. <laughs> and, the, and that's named something for this movie. And then everything turns into, like, an old-school Christmas special claymation. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a really funny part. It's like, dude, we're in claymation. How do you know? Well, check this out. And he upsips his pants, and his penis is just... Flying everywhere like Mr. Fantastic, and then it pops back into his pants. It's gross. <laughs>
0: all right, I haven't seen that one. All right, uh, my number five, maybe I missed it. I knew we weren't supposed to do Roger Rabbit, but like it has to be animation only. It can't be a mix. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, then, I I was going to do Mary Poppins, but apparently that doesn't count.
2: So Yeah, I was thinking about that, too.
0: This one isn't quite... Animation, but it fits in the spirit, and it's like one scene from episode of 30 Rock where Liz turns Liz and the cast turn into puppets or muppets.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna allow this, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: it's great as they nail her walking, like she wants food, they don't have it. She's like, "Uh." (laughs) and then it cuts to her walking by like Tracy Morgan's dressing room, and she's walking just like a puppet would. Oh, it's hilarious! Yeah, she's back in human form. Like, huff, huff, huff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> She's huffing like a, p- a muppet. It's hilarious. So, uh, that's my number five, the thirty. 30- I don't know which episode I should should have researched that a little better. Maybe I'll <laughs> announce it later. But uh, yeah, Liz Lemon as a puppet in uh, an episode of Thirty Rock. Uh, Scott,
1: number four. Okay, so my number four is uh, something that we did not too long ago. I know it's all a blur. Uh, but Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they uh, they have the, the animated sequences between all the um, all the vignettes that string together the movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think at the time I said that they they were interesting, and I still think that. Um, they it's weird because they kind of age in a vacuum because the animation style was never anything that was that great to begin with. It was just you know interesting looking and creative, yeah. um, and they they do some funny things with it. Uh, but yeah, it was it was still kind of novel at the time to, to interstitch these things, even if it was just a field time. Who knows? We uh, yeah, had the Terry Gilliam stuff. Um, is is great. So yeah, Money Python and Holy Grail. Very nice.
0: And I just follow up mine. It's episode called Apollo pa- Apollo Apollo. I don't know what season that is. And then,
2: there you go. So, Alex, number four. My number four is from an old movie. And I used to watch this and Bedknobs and Broomsticks a lot when I was a kid. But I, uh, for animation purposes, for the purpose of this list, The Incredible Mr. Limpet oh, goes on my number four. Wow, that's... With Don Knotts. Yeah, Did that's... Did you a, Don
1: that's a that's a good pool, Alex. I completely forgot yeah. about that. That was one of those ones that was on Channel Thirteen all the time. Yeah. Now that I, now I think about it,
2: oh, when The Wonderful World of Disney came on, damn,
1: yeah. they have Mister Lippett. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that so. <laughs> to, <laughs> Alex, why why we're doing this? You should look up the IMDb. Oh, you, you can't. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, to to give you the synopsis for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because it is bonkers. The whole movie was bonkers. Yeah. Incredible Mr. Lip Go watch
0: right, it well, folks. Yeah, while I wait for that, I'll move on to my number four, which is it's a very small scene. Uh we be, uh Pee Wee's big adventure when he drives the car off the whatever he drops it, drops it off the cliff oh, and yeah. he lands and, and Mickey leaves it behind in the middle of nowhere. And then he uh basically he's just they have animated eyes. And you just see Pee Wee's eyes <laughs> yeah. walking through the forest or whatever. At one point, he turns on the lights and he's surrounded by jungle creatures or whatever. But yeah. Pee Wee's eyes and Pee Wee's big adventure. My number four.
1: Nice. Scott, number three. Number three. Okay, so before we get to my number three, just real quick here. Uh, according to Wikipedia, here's at least part of this notice here. Um, <laughs> it is about a man named Henry Limpet, as played by Don Knotts. Uh mm-hmm who turns into a talking fish resembling a tidal fish and helps the U.S. Navy locate and destroy Nazi submarines. <laughs> 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 if that doesn't sell you on uh, on watching this, I, I don't know what to do for you. Uh, so, yes, The Cradle Old Mr. Limpet, And this movie came out in 1964, which makes it even all the crazier. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, so my number three is... Uh, Hellboy Two: The Golden Army, uh, how it starts with Broom telling a young Hellboy the the story of the Golden Army, um, and just the the awesome animation for that, uh, laying out how the, the army gets created, and um, eventually they they stop. But uh, yeah, man, the, I'm I'm sad that Guillermo del Toro got you know pulled from all these. Uh, I don't get pulled is the right word, but just got to stop with the Hellboy stuff yeah. is there some I mean whether you like really love these movies or not uh, there's some some really cool like uh, st- stuff going on that is kind of <laughs> incidental to the actual plot and, and uh, other things going to the movies but uh, yeah Hellboy 2
0: you know why he got pulled right he wanted way too much money
1: oh yeah he, want, he wanted a budget to like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It
0: wasn't like they didn't think he was good enough, but he didn't want to do it. It was just, I want money to do this. They're like, Nah, we'll make it for a lot cheaper. We don't need you. And the movie, I didn't see it, but probably not as
2: good. Oh, the third one? Yeah. Yeah, it got panned.
0: Sucks, because I like the actor, obviously, from Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah.
1: have
2: agreed. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number three. My number three is from John Cusack's Better Off Dead. Not only the title sequence at oh, the beginning, yeah. which is great, but in the middle of it, he's, like, drawing a cartoon, and <laughs> he's, he, he goes it off into his, anima- into his imagination, almost at a Tyler Durden level, but not quite that much. <laughs> and like, he imagines the cartoons actually talking back to him, and they have this whole animated sequence of them, like, telling him that he's a loser, that he'll never get with uh, What's-Her-Face. There you go. Oh, plus the all the hamburgers Did and fries, you. and everybody wants a music video.
1: That was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's awful stop
2: motion animation. But it happened two animated sequences in that one. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, my number three is Aha's take on me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would accept it. I would
2: allow it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, that video well, was great. Well, there's a what's blend, the, though,
0: in that one. The rotoscope. Yeah. Um, well, my number three what kind of list would mine be without Star Wars? going <laughs> to include it, but it's not number one because it is coming from this Christmas special or the holiday <laughs> I was special. Say, I, don't,
1: I don't remember it in. Uh... <laughs> In the original trilogy for sure, yes, <laughs> but quite you, <laughs> yes.
0: In the, in the holiday special of Star Wars, there is a cartoon which is the first introduction of Boba Fett. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's pretty damn awful, but hey, eh, we got to be Boba Fett and a weird looking Han Solo who looks a lot like Adam Driver. So, <laughs> yeah, there you, there, go. there you go, foreshadowing. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that's my number three. All right,
1: Scott, number two. Number two uh, is one of my favorite all-time movies, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, oh, what? shit. Um, I should have thought of this one. I mean, the, the opening title sequence is rad, but I'm not counting that. Uh, there's a sequence uh, when... Uh, or a couple sequences where Ramona's explaining um, what what happened... Uh, with her um, ex boyfriends, and they're, they're yeah. almost more like animatics than than her animation. Uh, but yeah, she shows about how she she dumped uh, Patel. Uh, she shows about how um, Lucas Lee punched a hole in the moon for her. Or no, was that or was that Patel?
2: No, uh, that was. Oh uh, no, that was right. Number that was, three. That was number three.
1: That was Superman. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, God damn it. Uh, but yeah, those those little sequences in between with. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead doing the narrations for those uh, was a, was a cool way to break up uh, the the sequences and to keep the whole comic book movie thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, Scott Pilgrim is the best, like as a comic book adaptation movie ever made. Stand by that. Yeah, like the way that it follows, like it looks like a comic book, is is kind of what I'm saying.
2: I would agree with that. I know mm, Jeff agrees. Jeff? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, jeff, Jeff's jeff gone op- apoplectic. Edit, apoplectic?
0: <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I have not read the Scott Pilgrim comic book, so uh, I have no comment on how closely it is.
1: Well, not, not so much that it follows the comics closely, but how they make the movie look and feel like you're reading graphic novel. Yeah, normal. it's, yeah.
0: I mean, I haven't read a lot of shitty comic books, so I guess. Damn.
1: <laughs> jeff Ooh, got back in his mic just for that. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it. Even though it's attached to a stand I just dropped it. Dropped the mic. Um All right. I can't say I don't I won't say anything more about it. <laughs> uh, what are we on to Alex's number 2?
2: Alex yep. And this is from Tron and there's a couple of very short animated sequences that go on in there. Um like when the the laser is like turning blue everywhere, that's all you know, 2D 3D animated. But there's another little, very tiny sequence when Jeff Bridges is looking down from the ship. Jeff, the traveling Jeff. Is. <laughs> Bridges. Bridges. Bridges.
1: Bridges. 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 Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm.
2: He's looking down from the ship. He's like, "Oh, what are those things?" And it was this was completely uh, 2D animated and everything and you see those little guys on the grid that pop up and turn into little robots that you never see anywhere else <laughs> but they're just in this little cool animated sequence and they're green
1: <laughs> oh well now I'm so
2: <laughs> yeah you know
1: I don't remember that yeah. yeah it's been a while since I've seen that the original
2: also shout out to Pac-Man that appears on the map behind What's-His-Face but he, uh, Je- he saw Jeff Bridges. The- the- no, not Jeff Bridges. The bad guy. What's his face?
1: Are you sure, are you sure it was Dennis Bridges?
0: <laughs> nope. Sure was it wasn't Nash, Nash Bridges?
1: Nash, Nash, <laughs> <laughs> sure was it wasn't Rick Flair Bridges? I'm
0: sure. Um, all right. Uh, on to my number two, which... I don't know if this is cheating or not. It's the intro. And since it's kind of cheating, I'm going to do two intros from two things, because why the hell not? Christmas Vacation... Yeah. It's got that Santa... Hey, uh, parade!
1: it's Christmas vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. music's not that great, but whatever. The uh, what Santa about? dropping off the Christmas... <laughs> Alright, whatever, you like it, I don't. But, I <laughs> love the animation. And then I've talked about uh, intro animations. Batman 66, the TV show. Badass. And then you can say throughout <laughs> every episode, <laughs> Bam, Pow, <laughs> Pop, Biff.
2: So...
1: What are, what are some of the uh, The Simpsons uh, Oh,
2: one was Bort Bort <laughs> <laughs> Bort Oh
1: man oh, That was one of the one that I really liked Harumph. Harumph, I <laughs>
0: Uh Harumph right, Those are my two I mean obviously I love Batman Batman one more But Christification one came running pretty quickly all right, on our number ones. No one said mine. I wonder if we at least two of us have it. I, I, th- I wonder See if
1: it? if you had, I'm pretty sure at least two of us have it. But uh, Kill Bill, the yeah. the origin story for Oren Ishii, uh, as played by Lucy Liu, um, in the middle. That's coolly narrated by Uma Thurman, as she's trying to wiggle her big toe, her big nappy toe. Uh, but mm-hmm. you go through this whole anime style sequence that that shows. Or ran from a kid through adulthood, and becoming an assassin, and it's pretty fucked up and violent, in the tradition of, a- of all good anime. Uh, yeah, it was just it was really cool that that uh, Tarantino included this thing in the middle. Um, of of all of all things that he could have done, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it has the sequence at the end of the bride getting kicked around by everybody, which is really cool too. Uh, so yeah, that's my number one. It's. Uh, Pretty well known. Scene. All
2: right, Alex, number one. I went with the Holy Grail. Those are hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> and then the animator dies. <laughs> That's how their lives are saved. <laughs> that was gold.
0: All right, and my number one is also Kill Bill. or oh, She. Uh, everything Scott said. I'll add the music. Have Chinese, to
2: half Japanese,
0: <laughs> Oh, what a species oof it's a rough song um yeah <laughs> so i got the soundtrack and that's one of the rough ones uh but yeah the soundtrack the, for the rest well that's actually not in the movie for what i remember but the, the actual parts that are in the movie are really good with the music and yeah like that sniper shot and like oh, that's
2: so fucking cool
0: yeah the politician everywhere in there with the girls and you see them through the how back of his it head how get
2: the camera inside of his brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> movie magic yeah, yeah well, that was amazing. That was an incredible was. shot.
0: They just the terrible scene of her being under the bed when they murder her family and stuff. Ugh. The whimp, whimper that's
1: right. She
2: yeah, pulls, she the, words pulls it the back end. in. Yeah, that's really oh, that was yeah. fantastic.
0: Um, all of that. Great. All right, that's it. Unless we have any honorable mentions, I have none.
2: I'm good. Yeah, me too. All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So, um, if in baseball, if a batter goes onto the plate and getting ready to take his swings and whatnot, if he crouches, is does his strike zone get smaller? No, no. <laughs> they try to do it. But...
1: Yeah, everybody tries to <laughs> game to yeah, a little yeah. called gamemanship. Uh, but no, it, it doesn't doesn't work.
2: Because that's what a, a a kid from little league. I guess this was high level Little League on ESPN, <laughs> but he was all the way like doing like almost the Asian squat all the way down <laughs> and holding his bat so much so that he actually fell over. Um, <laughs> and then it turns out that uh, well they they put it side to, the footage side to side with Yusei Puig, um, <laughs> almost doing the same thing. He doesn't really uh, do the squat, but he is really really low. So I just wanted to confirm with you guys. Yeah. Strike zone remains the same based on what, really? Just their actual height? Yeah, it's from your knees to your chest.
1: Yeah, I mean, there there is a little bit of uh, (laughs) um, subjective uh, work to be done by the umpires in that regard. Because I I don't think there's very few players that stand straight up and down. Right.
0: You have to get some leverage with your legs. Right, right. Not not everybody
1: can be like Craig Council. Yeah. This fucked up batting stance.
0: Or, or King Griffey Jr.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. He was pretty straight up. Yeah, he was. But yeah, I'm sure you could fool a little league referee. I mean, they're not the best. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, he was squatting down, like fully squatting down. <laughs> well, what I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sure they were trying to get the call and you will I mean they you try to do it, but technically no. You're not it's not supposed to change, but yeah, people <laughs> try anything.
1: It's like Albert Pujos will like jump out of the batter's box if a ball's inside. Like even if it wasn't even close to him, just to kind of sell like, oh yeah, that was way inside, so, oh, so yeah. that the ump, you know, doesn't well, was more likely to call it, and that the pitcher is less likely to to throw inside like that again if the ump does call it a ball.
0: Yeah, and it works the exact opposite. The catcher catches a ball outside. It's called framing and yep. he pulls it in every time, right? He'll catch a ball and try to bring it into the strike zone. All
1: you're trying to do is cheat. You know what's funny is I, I see yeah, it's, it's funny when I the framing thing is supposed to be like a big deal now with all the metrics that they have and not just baseball and every sport, but uh I always watch games when the, the catcher will pull it in and it never I never see it fucking work. Like <laughs> Ump still calls it wherever the ball like crosses the plate. I, or, I think well I mean the umps get it wrong, but like I don't think it's influenced that much by by the catcher moving his glove most of the
0: time. I think we need to add robot robot umps sooner rather than later. First balls and strikes. I want to try it out at least.
1: Well, they're trying to the minors, so...
0: I know. We'll
1: see.
0: I right, have one quick sports thing to add. I went to my first uh, international sporting event. I saw USA Basketball play Spain. USA.
1: You see Kyle Kuzma?
0: I did. It was pretty terrible because, yeah, there's none of the, none of the big US stars are playing or... Uh, Spain Stars. I know, like, one of the Gasols is playing, but I don't... Probably know. Mark? I don't even know. I wasn't paying attention too much. We got in for free. We got to sit in <laughs> the suite. It was pretty nice, but... Damn. Uh, I'm not a big basketball fan to begin with, but whatever. But well, I bring it up because it's the first time I've ever stood for a national anthem that wasn't United States or Canada yeah. a sporting event in America. Because, you know, we usually we get united states and sometimes with canada when you're playing toronto or you know in hockey some of the other cities but this is the first time i was like well, i've never heard this like in the olympics i have but never i've never in person have i heard another uh natural anthem so that was just a bizarre experience
1: El España. <laughs> so, is that how it goes i have no idea yeah.
0: probably not <laughs> barcelona i don't
1: know. Barcelona.
0: Alright, uh, it's time for Niamh News.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Alright. Um, yeah, 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 it yeah. was yeah. Yeah, it good. Yeah, yeah, unbex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, just a couple <laughs> things here. Um, something that I just found out about. Uh, looks like a sequel's in the works for Kenneth Branagh's uh, Murder in the Orient Express um, called Death on the Nile. So, I'm unfamiliar mostly with, the, with a lot of the Agatha Christie Hercule Poirot stuff, uh, but I really liked the this latest update that, that Kenneth Brana did um, on that, uh, and I highly recommend giving that a watch. Um, it's beautifully shot, it's, it's a lot of fun, um, some good actors involved. Uh, so, yeah, if anybody was a fan of that, that is coming. And then uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, I'm seeing a lot of uh, stories go around that, that Fox, the, their film division is in a lot of trouble uh after uh Dark Phoenix and Stubber bombed recently. Um, you know I apparently the, the Fox execs are feeling a lot of pressure from Disney now that, you know, Disney owns them. Uh mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just kinda curious how this affects um a few things. So there's Fox Searchlight, which does put out quality pictures, uh, but but aren't big moneymakers. That's more of their Oscar bait arm of things. Yeah. Uh, but certainly all the the Marvel stuff. Um, so obviously Disney owns the rights to X-Men now, but I wonder if this changes like who's in charge of that from, uh, uh, or who is going to be working on that from the Fox side of things. I mean, for all I know, Marvel's looking for any excuse to just completely take that out of that studio's hands. Um, who knows, maybe by the next time we see uh, X Men. There's like no Fox anything involved with that. Uh, no logos. I would anything.
0: assume so. I mean, I don't know why.
1: Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was like some structure in place for them because they're probably already working on it to to maintain that. But they're just going to get like that that vote of no confidence. And <laughs> um, just had everything. No, this is taken all falling them. under
0: Marvel Studios. It has to. And Kevin Feige. Well, like, no. Even, I mean, yeah. No, like, Feige still successful. the guy, Like
1: I'm sure if anything he says goes. But I wonder now if like the people that were working on it are just gonna be taken out of the the picture altogether, because cause, like there had to be people already working on the next thing.
0: Well, too bad they suck.
1: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, we'll see. I wonder if this is like the 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 death knell for, for Fox Films in general, you know? Because Disney's like, why do we fuck? Like, we need you guys now? Because we own you. Why why even have this division? It's just gonna lose us money. Although you know, and I'll I'll talk about this maybe the next time we do the news, but uh, you know, all the Disney stuff is just raking in money. Uh, the D- Disney slash MCU stuff is raking in money. Uh, but I don't know how sustainable that is. Although it doesn't seem like it's going to slow down anytime soon.
0: Yeah. It'll slow down. I think you keep Fox for your more adult, your more R-rated stuff. Yeah, it's good, it's good
1: for that. It's good for Deadpool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although it would be fun as hell to, to see like a a Deadpool cameo and something. I would
0: still put Deadpool under Marvel and just have. Uh, I don't know. Or it just seems weird to have comic book characters in different. I don't know, but I would definitely keep it for like if you're gonna make start making new Alien movies or Predator movies and stuff. Like put them. I think Predator is Fox, but anyway, I would have it under that. I don't know. I don't
1: yeah. Well, that's.
0: But, but while you're at it, but put on the next Star Wars movie. Put the Fox fanfare back in front of it. Yeah, because that's where it belongs. Yeah,
1: goddammit. it, do it. That's <laughs> like the. <laughs> it's like the only good thing Fox is. <laughs> the only good Fox. Good <laughs> oh. It's like the the beginning of. Uh, uh, on Rears does the same thing. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's all I wanted to to really go over this week. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to talk about?
2: uh no I'm set,
1: okay Jeff
0: yeah, one quick just quick review. I finally saw uh what's upon a time in Hollywood uh I really liked it um the more I think about it, the more i I do enjoy it It's not his best one, but i still I still really enjoyed it. I recommend seeing it um that's it. I kinda I, I thought about maybe I giving some advice and watching it, but giving advice may be spoiler, so I won't even do that yeah. uh just just watch it enjoy. If you like Quentin Tarantino movies, I think you'll like it. You may not like it some as much as some as others. You may like it more. I don't know, but I still think it's good and the acting's great. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are really great in it. Um and just plenty of other, you know. Quentin Tarantino staples guys popping up here and there, you know, from all his other movies. It's pretty rad. Um, and especially for us living out in Southern California, you know, a lot of especially in LA you'll see stuff that you recognize and just with the time warp um From when this movie takes place is really cool. So, yeah, that's all I got.
1: All right. Hmm. Sounds like that's it.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Das ist gut, ja.
0: We at Hans Shot First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So, feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shot First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. The reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to... Fuck. I was trying to do it more German <laughs> because of this movie, but I can't do it any more German, well, so... Well, we'll Hunts just... first! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just do hunt. Hunts. Hunts. Hunts.
1: Hunts.